Here's a quick word from our sponsor. Monte Rio Hair and Body Oil is a unique gender anonymous argon oil blend. Its lightweight refreshing formula and compact packaging will leave you feeling your best wherever life takes you. Check them out at whymonterio.com. Thank you and continue enjoying our show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Josh Como Show. I'm pleased to introduce Iman, aka Moesco. How you doing, my brother? What's going on, man? How you feeling, bro? Oh, not too bad. Had a long day at the shop. It's what right, 10 right, p.m. Right. right now. We we're making this happen. Yeah, yeah, man. Should I just um just got in to the house not too long ago? Just uh put the babies to bed. Just uh just chilling. A little dinner, man. Decided to chop it up with you, man. You told me to jump on this podcast with you, so I was seeing. What oh, was dude, going on. I'm super excited. How many kids yeah. you got? I man, I got two, bro. I got um, I got two boys. I got um, I got a five year old. Well, shit, he's gonna be six in a couple of days. I got a six year old and I got a one year old. And a, and a beautiful wife named Carmen San Diego. The curator she. of the babies, <laughs> like she. Uh, uh-huh. Her name. Her name is Leah. Leah, Leah, the yep. director of tra- the director. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That she she runs the show, man. She's like the guy on the Wizard of Oz behind the curtains. Ah, <laughs> like she she runs the dream place. team. Yep, yep, that's right, man. So we've been we've been working together, man, for a while, actually. Oh, nice. Well, yeah. let me ask you: with, with two kids, a wife, y'all have a salon. How how you finding balance to do all this? Bro, honestly, I know I'm we still, talked uh, about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, you don't want to really shine the light on it, man. Like uh, having that balance is something I didn't realize I needed to do once I got, you know, a little older, got a family, and um, you know, balance is kind of like it plays an important role because if you don't have that balance between your household, work, um, you know, social life, you know, you'll get lost in one of those to where like you know either you'll be too involved with family to where you're not making enough money, or you'll be too involved with money you know, not spending the quality time with your kids. And so, um, or, you know, spending time with your wife is just, uh, it's, it's, it's difficult shit, you know, and to do it right, you know, you'll be drained, you know, draining yourself, you know, just to get it done. But like at the end of the day, it's all worth it. Yeah. And I don't think there's any right way to do it. It's just kind of like, no, nah, you just got to do it. You. Whatever works for you. Yeah. You ever have a time you, you put your phone down and don't, don't like, this is like, no, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, you um man, I do it and um it feels good. You know, it feels real good. It's just like when I lose my phone in the house or if I leave it at the house, I'm like, fuck it, man. Like I don't even need it right now. And it's just a good feeling just to not, you know, be connected. You know, for look down. Like, yeah, you know, and like my clients, I love my clients to death, man. Like my clients are like the best. Like I love all of them. And sometimes I don't think they know that, you know, yeah, we're here for them, but sometimes like um we need to detach for a little bit you know what i mean like we're still human too we need to go out and have a drink too and you know like we got to relax and then sometimes you know they call us or they like man i need to get my hair done just kind of like you know inconsiderate but they don't know that they're being inconsiderate because they they look at us as like you know we should be available all the time or like have you ever taken a vacation and somebody be like are you going on vacation really like yeah (laughs) yes i deserve a vacation too like (laughs) i can't believe you're upset right now 
Oh, no, I, I know the, and that's, it always happens the day you go on vacation, your phone starts blowing up like oh, more man. than ever before. Man, man, believe it or not, man, I told my wife, like, it's crazy how many people hit me up as soon as I'm about to go out of town. It's like, where were you the week or two Jesus. before when I need you to come in? <laughs> And then now all of a sudden, pay for this trip. when I come back, <laughs> and so I t- right? You know, you know what I'm saying? So I was like, man, you know what? I'm going to just start telling people that, like, I'm out of town. I'm going to just, like, stay in the house for, like, a week and, <laughs> like, what, not what, come out what, of the house. What I learned to do, too, is if you come back on Wednesday, tell them you're coming back on Friday. So Oh, yeah, already. It, it gives yeah, you a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the like, trick, man. You're not supposed to be giving the juice, man. I tell them I'll come back on Wednesday and they're like, so you can take me on Wednesday? I'm like, no, yeah. I'm coming nope. back on Wednesday. Nope, I, exactly. <laughs> you, got it, bro. you can't give them the juice, baby. That's oh. Well, if you like me, you become friends with all your clients, right? Like, yes, yes. And it's because I, I heard people preaching about, you know, you got to separate yourself, but it's like my business has grown because I'm friends with my clients and like you know, you build that relationship. It's like, I mean, it's kind of hard to separate, but. <laughs> yeah, I actually, um, believe it or not, man, I just put up, I was just teasing, uh, you know, just teasing the internet, just trolling a little bit. And um, I was like, man, when I retire next year, you know, I got a couple stylists that I'm willing to, you know, take my place. And if you had to see my phone, bro, like my phone went nuts. Like my DMs went nuts. Like, wait, you're retiring? Like people were calling me calling the salon like yeah i heard you are you retiring soon i'm like wait i was just playing <laughs> like you know i wasn't even like i wasn't even serious i just like was like joking around like man when i'm done you know when i'm finally finished with and i had to put up a clip of like michael jordan because you know jordan left and like he never like left basketball you know what i mean like is you always still stay connected to it because i do love the industry oh you know? yeah it's just um i think they become so attached to you that like you legit, if you try to go somewhere, they will follow you and they will kill you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It'll be like they will find you. No, no, no. I, I had, I, I've tried cutting back in the last two years and it's, they get pissed and then like they, yeah. you're almost risking it because they're like, oh, well, I got to find somebody new if you can't do it. I'm like, it's not even like that. I just need some time. <laughs> exactly. They, so, real question are you retiring or that's just you you cutting back? Um, I think what oh, that's I'm doing to is, be determined. I, it's 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 a it's a to be determined but i think what it is is that i said you know a long time ago like once i hit 30 um you know i wanted to be you know i wanted to make my first million or at least like find the means to make a million dollars and um i said once i did that you know i wouldn't be doing hair as much and so here i am you know i'm 30 i just turned 30 last year and um man i kind of i think i might have found it you know like i think i found a way to at least get to it to where i don't have to be in the salon so much which includes education which is part of that as well as, you know, um, you know, distribution of hair products or just, you know, being involved on like a different part of the hair industry, not necessarily yeah. like stepping away all the way, but it's like, as far as being behind the chair, like my back is starting to do something that I didn't think was going to do. Like, you know, like my hands oh, no. are starting to hurt, you know, like I'm getting like little things and I'm like, okay, if, I'm not- 30, if I do this another 10 years, I'm pretty sure it's going to get a little worse. And if I do it another 10 years, it's going to be even worse. So it's like, you know, little things that I noticed from when I started at 16, to now is like man i'm starting to see a change so it's like why not fall back and i don't think that being behind the chair is um it's not as motivating for me anymore you know like, you I learned everything <laughs> yeah i learned everything so it's like me like shooting the same jumper every day and it's like okay i need to like work on something else like i can't just keep doing the same like routine it kind of com- becomes like repetitive and i know it's like a paycheck or like i make money over to support my family but 
there's other ways of making money besides doing what we're doing. And I feel like every hairstylist should invest their money wisely and find That's what they don't teach you in school either. <laughs> hell no. Nah. And I think what they teach us to like go buy the like baddest outfit or like go buy the nicest car so you can flex and you know what I mean? Like it's And you like gotta very, continue to work. <laughs> yeah, we're very materialistic. As hairstylists, we have to be materialistic because we have to like show that we're successful. And in order to show that we're successful, we gotta, you know, you gotta buy those Jordans. You gotta buy, you know, like you gotta dress a certain way. And it's like they don't teach you how to save your money, like how a lot of college kids or how um, you know, like how our parents would teach us how to save money. And um, I think that's the difference with like hair size. And like me and my wife always go back and forth because like she went to college and I didn't, you know, I went to hair school. So like there's a difference between kids who went to college and the kids who went to hair school. There's a big difference between people who work corporate and who, uh, you know, are Team 1099, as I call them, you know, like, who are self-employed. It's a big difference. You know, we need each other, as a matter of fact, you know, together. At, but, at, what, um, at what point did you start noticing, like, your whole mindset, like, I don't need to buy all this clothes? <laughs> like, um, cause, cause, shit, once I had kids. I changed the whole game. <laughs> right? Like, it was like, I, I don't need those Jordans. I think my kids, you know, you just become, like, a little less, um, you know, selfish you know like you just be kind of you know you find things while walking to the store like i see some shoes but i'm like man i really think i should get my kid these shoes or you know what i mean like is my mindset is kind of you just change you know you get a little older and you know you start seeing things in a different light you know like if i walk into the store and i see my wife something or you know she's not there i buy it for her instead of me buying something for myself it's like you just become a little like you know less selfish in yourself you know you selfless so um that's it you know just just growing up Bro, it's all like a growing process, but I do feel like I'm kind of like fading away from behind the chair, though. I do feel like less love. Like when I used to wake up, I used to be like happy to go to work and like, you know, like, what are we going to do today? We're like, okay, we're doing another bleach process. All right, come on, let's do this. Boom, boom. The magic is done. Okay, take a picture. Let's go. Like, it's it's not like, it's not it's like, not I felt like, it's not the same energy. Now, when I walk into a class to teach, I get that same like, Quarter you know, I get that quarter chill, like that little nervous, <laughs> the little nervous feeling you get, and it's like, oh man, okay, I'm stepping into it, okay, or, you know, and you, you ask me questions, like I feel the same thing when I did when I first started. So I think it's just like the evolution, basically. Yeah, and it's, it's finding what it, that keeps that passion going and it driving because passion like, going. Yeah, there you go. That's why I like doing these podcasts. That dude, I, I'm dope. dead yeah. tired right now, but I'm amped at the same time because it's like <laughs> I've been waiting to. I've been waiting to do this with you for you know the last few weeks. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and just you look, were the one look, of the first people about I thought balance. about. You want to talk about balance? Look, there go right there. It took us how long to do a podcast, and we've been talking about it for like a couple weeks now, and we finally got time to sit down on each other's clock. Both you and me, like either you be tired, or you know you got shit going on, or I got something going on, and we finally oh, had yeah. that time. You know, like, and so I'm glad we did though. Now with this distribution thing you got going on, how long you been in, in this game working the distribution? Uh, to be honest with you, man, like I come from a legacy of hairstylist, and um, my pops, he, you know, he's been doing hair for like over thirty years, and um, he taught me a long time ago to like pay attention to overseas and like always watch what they're doing in other countries because they're always ahead of America, and so I always just like paid attention to it. So like. He would send me to like Brazil when keratin treatments first came out, like when they first hit the scene. Yeah, we were the first ones to bring keratin treatments to America, uh, to Chicago or to Illinois. Nice. So like, um, I went to like Hong Kong Cosmo Pro, um, like Hong Kong, 
um, like just watching like their trade shows. <coughs> and pretty much what happened was I just kind of got hip to it. And I just started seeing different products on Instagram that were like up and coming in other countries. And I just, you know, reached out to them. And that was it. You know, like I went out there, took some technical training courses with a company called uh, Robson Pelaquero. Um, it's a new like up and coming company that is like blowing up in South America. So if you're familiar with like how Brazilian blowout when they first came out, they started. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be called Brazilian blowout if it didn't. I remember when, when Brazilian blowout when they first started. Um, I remember when their bottles were like a completely different color. They were in a small office in Sao Paulo. Like I remember this like because I was there. So like, nice. Now I'm seeing this product and I'm like, okay, I can catch a wave with them and try to, you know, because they have more than just keratin. So, like, when you have a company that just has one thing, it's it's hard when they have more. Like, that's why I like the fact that you were doing more than one company. You had, you know, Monterio Oil, plus you had, uh, am I saying that right, too? Am I saying that right? Yeah, Monterio. Okay. <laughs> Good. All right. So, Monterio Oil, plus you got Color Map. So, like, you know that you have to have more than one, pro- one product to succeed in the hair industry. So, you got it. So, it's the same thing with, like, companies like Brazilian Blood. They have to go to B3 in order to keep up with the rest of the demand because you can't really just survive off of keratin treatment. So this guy, Robson Pelaquero, pretty much came out with like semi-permanent toners that are blonde-based, which is fucking insane. Cause yeah, I want to hear more about this and how it works because I've seen you use it and I, I, I think I catch the drift on the concept, but if you got time, I want to hear how this color works. All right, so basically what it is, um, after you lift to like a level 9 and 10, just like how you're using your semi-permanent dyes, it's a semi-permanent um, natural nuance. So what a nuance is, it just gives you shade of. It's like the shade of green, the shade of pink, the shade of silver, but it's still blonde. So if okay. I was to put it on a color map, you really wouldn't see it come up because the shade of it is what's going to come up on the paper. So you're going to like, if I put it on the whitest piece of the color map, you're going to see a shade of pink. And that's it. You see what I'm saying? And yeah. that's it. It's almost like a pure does, tone. Pure tones, but it's semi-permanent for blondes, which is like unfucking heard of. Now, do you, <laughs> like, use a, you use a developer with it or no? No. I like it. Exactly. <laughs> you see? <laughs> it's it's true color theory. You're like, whoa. Like, that's the, that's the kicker. See, every hair color is nose. Like, when you hear that, bro, you can do a double process blonde. Look at how Daniel has been doing his whiteouts. Nobody's been paying attention to how this guy's been doing his whiteouts lately. Is because of this product that he's not using a developer when he's going to do his tone, leaving the hair as healthy as can be. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. the, the hair is going to be so healthy because the damaging part of hair color, people think it's the bleach. Bleach really isn't the damaging factor. The damaging factor is the peroxide. Yeah, you're right. And the reason why I know that is because if I, right now, if I was to order some peroxide from overseas, it will be stopped at customs because it's hazardous. If I order lightener right now, I can get a pallet of lightener sent to me tomorrow. That's how you can tell what's hazardous and what's not or what's going in your hair. So once I saw that, I'm like, okay, this guy's definitely got something as far as his product goes. Then he released the home care, which guarantees tone for three months using the home product. So the, the color helps seal the cuticle when you put it in as well? I'm not quite... Or it's more like the home care of the... So the home care is when you leave the salon, your client gets to take those same tones, green, silver, pink, platinum. They get to take those same tones home. Nice. It's like it's a shampoo and a conditioner. So the shampoo is green, and so is the conditioner. Both are green. 
or both are silver or both are blue. You see what I'm saying? Like, usually when you get like, okay, Fanola, for instance, right? Fanola, to me, I liked it until I started realizing what it was doing to the hair later. And what was happening was the client's hair was getting super dried out because it is a shampoo, which still cleanses the hair. So yeah. instead of using a shampoo, this is a conditioner base. So it's, it's making see. the hair. You see the difference? So like I'm toned. Oh, yeah. You can tone with Fanola. You can tone with Yeah, all day long. To, right? But this, you can't. You, it's only so much you can do because it's going to dry the hair out. And as soon as you blow dry it or flat iron it, it's going to fade. I got you see it. what I'm saying? With this, I'm shampooing it with it. I'm conditioning with it. I, there's a leave-in conditioner that's green. It's a leave-in conditioner that's pink. It's a le- like, it's so much tone that's pure going into the hair. When you blow dry, it's pure ice every time, and it's healthy every time, bro. And then on top of that, he reintroduced the capping technique, which is basically a technique that was showed to me like when I first started doing hair. Uh huh. And the capping technique is something that is like what I think. If you give it time. If they reintroduce it back in the schools, it will be just as strong as balayage. Yeah, because you can do it and then come back and put your uh, base color right on the top, and it's going to be beautiful, right? Exactly. So, like, you pull the cap off. After you pull it off, you go ahead and just put the base on there. Or if you, if you want to put a base on there, you can even lighten the roots. Well, I, if you're doing a full, uh, you know, bleach out, there's no point of doing a cap. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, if you're going to the root. But if you want to go back in and put a root, yeah, you can pull the cap off and just do a root right there. Yeah, because that's a- but y'all breaking the hand with that shit. <laughs> Bro, it's it's something that like it was introduced a long time ago, but it wasn't perfected. And I think what the re- the problem was they were using plastic and it needed something stronger than plastic. So what they did was like a reinforced silicone and the silicone, of course, if you pull your hair through silicone, it's already gonna make your hair stronger. So like yeah. by pulling it through is gonna it's not gonna be staticky, it's not gonna be it's gonna be perfectly smooth. So you go to oh. lighten it and put the, you see what I'm saying? It's, yeah, the, hair's gonna the be cap like, has a different student. Right, so if I pull it through a plastic cap, the hair is going to be all staticky. Right? Ah. But if I pull it through silicone, the hair is going to be smooth and it's not going to be all like frizzy. So they did So that it comes off way easier too. Slides right off. And that's why those videos look so amazing. I like it. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like I'm so, telling you, bro, it's, it's going to be a whole new wave. Like I'm, I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. No, I see it already because I like it and the cap's cool, you know? It's yep. a whole nother look. Now, y'all have the products ready to be, like, bought or y'all still working on that process? Uh, right now, we're working on a very large shipment being sent to the U.S. So, with that being said, we are currently just waiting for this shipment to come in. So, basically, um, clearance from customs, um, you know, customs brokers and just going through, like, the paperwork to get that amount of product shipment stores you know it's like it takes it takes more than what we expected i don't know why we thought we can just like order product and it'll be like here tomorrow like amazon i think you know we just like have this, like oh shit no. like, it's like it's gonna be here tomorrow don't worry guys everything's gonna be amazing like nah yeah you need custom brokers when you're dealing overseas <laughs> Man, well yeah well not just that it's just that like the amount of time like we knew we were gonna have customs brokers but we didn't think the time the time frame we didn't know um certain amount of money can't be sent it's like it's it's a lot. Oh, really? Yeah. It, like wire transfers and all that internationally. It, it's a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole lot that goes into this, man. So, like, um, I think the the main thing right now is just, like, it's all a new learning experience for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, taking it a bigger step than what we were doing because the distribution we were doing before for the products was mainly for the salon that we had or that we have. And the salons, um, we would carry those products in the salon just for us and not really, like, sell it to anybody else. We would just have, like, 
an exclusive product just for us in the salon. You see what I'm saying? Now we're taking a step further and we're like actually doing distribution to states, which is like amazing to us. It's scary. So y'all, to y'all like, are massive distributors. Massive distributors. Yeah. So we're massive distributors for four states. Nice. Yeah. They are. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I want to say this, like you said, this is all learning experience. And I think a lot of people, when they're doing something big, they, they, you know, when there's the, the hiccups happen, they kind of just like, man, I can't do this. And they give up. Like, you just, you, like you said, you have to use it as a learning experience so you can keep growing, right? Like, yeah, you know, I, mean, what I'm I, I yeah. think every every day is a learning experience. You know what I mean? Like, and I think that's why, like, you know, I look at all the greatest, you know, athletes, rappers, uh, you know, movie stars. They don't just have like one thing. They kind of like take every like great one like took a leap on faith. Like, you know, you look at Jay Z. Like, he was a rapper. He completely stopped rapping. Created like title and you know rockefeller and create all these great things it's like you do have to take a step out to grow just be like you know fuck it like just try it like why not just shoot a shot if you like i created a hat before i did this like why not just take a shot you know what i mean like if you got a foundation to make it happen then do it you know like but you you have to go for it and i feel like if you don't go for it then it's you know you're just gonna be staring yourself in the face like man i wish i did that you know now, when you did those hats, I, I, I just so happened to catch that story post, and I was like, man, this is cool. Like, he, this ain't his first rodeo. Uh, <laughs> you you yeah, sell those hats? Like, yeah, I created – um, it was a hat line uh, what, I created um, called Satin Reserve, and basically it was just like um, – it was a satin line hat that just protected your hairline, you know, from, like, everyday use. Women could, like, wrap their hair up and, like, keep their hair protected. Um, you know, men could, like, protect their hairline instead of, you know, wearing their – you know, fitted caps every day. So I had fitted hats, workout hats, uh, beanies, all that different stuff. And basically, um, it just, it kind of just tanked. You know what I mean? It was kind of like one of the things I was young and hungry and like, wasn't like ready to like take on such a task to like grow a clientele plus be like an entrepreneur that sells retail, which is like, and fashion, which is like fashion and beauty is like, yeah, they go hand to hand, but it's like, Two completely yes. different things. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not the same at all. Like at all. Well, at what point did you you, you called it quits on that? Because I think some people. I mean, I watch businesses and it's like to shut it down and be like, all right, this ain't for me, but not feel bad about it and just like keep living. What? What um, was the I process think, when you shut it I down? And my, um, the the win for me was the fact that I knew that, okay, if I have an idea, I can actually go A through Z and complete everything and make one sale. Meaning that like I went, you know what I'm saying? Like if I can do that, I know that I can sell something on this earth and that I can make anything happen that comes to my mind. The loss was not listening to um, the people around me, you know, like my wife, for instance, you know, like I was kind of, you know, still in my selfish mode. Like, you know, I was about to have a kid, um, you know, like me and her, like, you know, just had got married. It was just kind of like, everything was like new to me. I'm trying to like do something with my life. You know, it was, it was just like a turning point for me. So like, I think that it was just something that God was showing me like, man, you're not ready yet, but you got it. You know, like, yeah. So it, that's pretty much what it was. Nice. Well, yeah. Cause some people feel bad about it. It's just like, no, like it's, I mean, stuff happens. And if it's not the right time, it's no, doesn't mean, uh, never, you know, it's just, you know, you, but you said you learned a lot, and then now you now you're moving on to huge, big things. Yeah. I think that's and amazing. This time, and this time I listen to my wife. <laughs> that's, the di- that's the difference. <laughs> the oh, difference, she knows. I think the difference, the di- more to the story is, fellas, 
if the lady says something nine times out of ten, she sees something that you don't. <laughs> so you might have to to her. So yeah, four eyes is better that. than two. Exactly. And sometimes we be like, we got it. You don't know what you're talking about, and just like you know, write it off. But like at the end of the day, like it's the reason why Leonidas looked over at his wife and asked for the okay. You know what I mean? Like they they make sure. You know what I mean? Like they. They make sure everything's cool before it happens, so that's all. Oh, yeah. They, I mean, they want what's best for both of y'all, you know? Yep. I get it. Now, what you see uh, besides besides the, the way c- color's done, what's the, what's the big thing you want to see in the beauty industry in the next few years? And then also, what you think is going to be different? Um, I think it's going to be way more diverse or it should be getting way more diverse because it's not. And um, I think me and uh, me and Liz were talking about that. And uh, she hit on some really good points because if she can see it, I can see it. And it's just um, it's certain things that I feel like it's definitely going to be mixed up later in the future. And I feel like me by going out there and collaborating with different artists like they see like, OK, you know, he's he's a talented colorist, you know, regardless of the skin color, you know, so. Uh, just just seeing you know what i mean like just seeing different things like that pop up it just and i'm seeing more um diversity in hair color you know what i'm saying i'm seeing more like girls of color like trying different colors like i'm seeing black girls in unicorn try which is like beautiful <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah I mean, like, no it is i love it you know what i'm saying like it's something that's like and i feel like they've been doing it you know for a while it's just like it's looked down upon like all oh, she's a stripper or like, oh, she's that, but it's okay if she's a goth girl and she's got rainbow hair. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah. it's becoming a little bit more accepted. Um, I feel like mainstream to like, you look at Nicki Minaj now, she's got like different color hair. So like, it's there. It's already there. Like, I'm, we just riding the wave into it, you know, and just like enjoying it. So, I mean, it's here right now. And I think that's why I, I, I saw a color map. I was so excited because I was like, it's more socially accepted than ever. And I said, more people are willing to try it and step yeah. out that comfort zone. Even if they just do it one time, it, it makes them feel good, and it it's the world's a changing place right now, and I love it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really is, bro. So, like, even just, like, you know, us running into each other, like, how we met and everything, like, it's just, you know, everything happens for a reason. You know, like, everything happens for a reason, bro. So, you know, take everything as a learning experience. That's always been my, uh, my motto. I like that, like that. Yeah. Now, if you wasn't doing hair... What type of work would you be doing just for the love of it? Um, how would I be doing, man? If I wasn't, honestly, nobody knows. Like right before I went, before I went to hair school, I went to school for um, architectural drafting. So like, I went to drafting school for a while. Just um, I like buildings. Like I don't know. I like that was like one of the things I wanted to do. Like an electrical engineer, someone like computers. That was like I'm low key a nerd. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I tech. The part. Tech, give me something in tech. Like, I, you know, take apart, you know, my, I was taking apart my computers. Or I took apart, like, my video game systems and fixed them, you know, stuff like that. So, are you a gamer? Huh? I said, you a gamer? Yeah, heavy. <laughs> like, I'm, I think my kids, I think that's why, I, like, I look at my son, I'm like, <laughs> he loves video games and shit. And he, he's just me. You know, like, my, my older son is, like, just me all over again. So, it's like, it's crazy to see that full circle, like, you know, just as much as I love video games. So I was going to take like GamerCon and stuff like that. You got your Twitch account? Twitch? No, I actually wanted to get my son a Twitch account and let him um, let him do his thing. Me and my wife talked about Twitch and account. So, it, like, you know, set him up and, you know, kind of, like, monetize his life. Like, have, like, his little high C bottle by him and have, like, his hair, you know, done. I was going to say, you put know, some like, hair products has, in the Twitch. Have some hair products <laughs> in there, right? Have some hair oh, products. Oh, yeah, better that viewership. Like, <laughs> 
advertise, yeah, advertise. Had a color map in the back, like. Oh, something. <laughs> yeah. Put them in the salon. Right. There now, go. do you see the tech world and the beauty industry coming more and more together? Yeah, and, yeah. And I, so, but how? I still think that like everything has its place, though. You know what I mean? Like, I think the fashion world and the beauty world is like colliding harder than, than everything. Um, but yeah, tech is definitely in it. Like, um, my boy uh, Daniel, you know, uh, hair like a boss. He just came out with an app that's like sick. It's called Main Emergency. So like, he just dropped that. It was um, it's like um, a push push notification app to where like if you have you know people who are actually coming in that were um, not booking appointments. Yeah, they would be able to like use the app, and you would push like an, a button that says like, "Okay, you have openings right now," and like everybody in your area will let you know that you have openings, and then they will be able to like come in and get their hair done, so you don't miss those uh, missed appointments. Oh, I like that. I like that. Yeah, so it's pretty dope. Now you and him be doing a lot of work together, right? Like I always yeah, see y'all yeah. working on stuff. Yeah, yeah. It'd be um, it'd be me, Leah, and um, and Daniel. Like we just like collaborate. Well, he's based. He's based in Chicago too. No, Leah. No, my wife. My no, wife. I'm like, talking about Daniel. Yeah, Leah. That Leah. That's the mastermind, bro. Like she actually, um, nobody knows. Like, but and I'll be trying to tell. Like, stop trying to be behind the scenes so much. Like, let people know what you do. And so, like, she, um, she actually got me accredited by the state. And um, so pretty much if anybody comes to teach, say like if you want to come, uh, to teach a class, a color class, we will pretty much get you accredited by the state of Illinois to give hours because certain states have continuing education hours. So for Illinois, I believe we have to have uh, 14 or no, 12, something like that. Um, I think it's 14. Every, every year? Every two years. Oh, okay. Well, that's so not like too, seven, too bad. Seven hours a year. It's not bad. But if you fuck around and don't do it or if you're late and they you get caught, they're going to ask you for those hours, meaning you got to take a class. Um, so this year is actually the year for reporting. So it's supposed to be a lot of classes going on, but if those classes aren't accredited, it's really senseless to take a class if it's not accredited. I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Like, why am I going to pay money? I'm going to have to end up paying money for a class anyway. So why not make it accredited? So what she did was pretty much get me accredited by the state of Illinois as well as the other surrounding states. Um, so if anybody teaches classes, um, we pretty much certify or sponsor them to say, hey, this person's certified in Illinois. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We give them a number. They pretty much sign off. Um, we did it for Gina Bianca when she came to Chicago. Uh, we did hers. Uh, we also did, um, I think, who else? My class. Uh, we did two classes of mine where we were sponsored. So, like, it was all good. Like, it's, um, you know, we just tagged You're giving you know, back to the community, too. Yeah, that, too. You know what I mean? Like, and it's good for people in the area, whoever want to teach. Um, they can just go straight through us and get accredited. It's just a sponsorship through the state. Man, that's good stuff. Yep. So... I was gonna say, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, well, it's heavy. It's but nah, heavy. You... we be working. We work. Like, oh yeah. Like, but as far as like all three of us, yeah, it's it's me, Daniel, uh, Leah. Uh, I believe Daniel got a guy that um he works with uh that does like his marketing and stuff like that. So like we just you know it's just networking, bro. Like you know it's all networking. What was Daniel based out of? Uh, I believe he's in um he's in Connecticut. Hey, How far is that from you guys? Um, shit, I think like two, three hours away. It's not too far. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because I always see y'all working together. Yeah, on like, plane. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. It's like two, three hours on a plane. Oh, dang. Yeah. See. Yeah. Well, that's Instagram brought you two guys together? 
Yeah, legit. Actually, um, I think he had posted something about some shoes one day, and he was like the only hairstylist I saw like really posting kicks other than myself. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, okay. <laughs> nice shoes, brother. Like, you know, uh-huh. Like, and so it was the feet, it was the shoes, and so we just ended up linking off of that, and then it was, the rest was just, you know, it. And then uh, my other boy, Vincenzo from New York, he's just, uh, that's my other brother. You know, um, you know, we just linked yeah, up I got- it's hard to, to meet find, him. like it's it's hard to find you know guys in the industry you know just doing the same thing like the same mindset so we just kind of like just you know when you meet and you link up and it's you know it's good vibes it just you know you all just stay together and stay connected. Oh hell yeah, that's yeah. why I like you guys too. Exactly, <laughs> you in the click, you in it. That's, it. Yeah, that's all I like, mean. If you're coming to Chicago, like that's what I'm saying. Like uh, I would like to see you and Liz out here, man. If y'all can come out here, um, it's when the is the ABS show? I think it's the tenth or the twelfth, I believe. Woo. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make that one. Yeah, if not, then I know we're going to um I think premiere. I don't know if that's the next one, but like shit, we can definitely link up there for sure. Yeah, yeah, Orlando's always uh lit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Orlando's always a good one. Oh you... yeah. Well, I appreciate your time, Amy. I know you gotta get to bed. <laughs> yeah, man. Get man, some relaxing time. Tell yeah, the people how how they can get in touch with you. Was the best way if it's Instagram website? Yeah, um, man, they can, you know, reach out to me. Uh, my Instagram handle is at uh, Moesco. That's M-O-H-E-S-C-O. And uh, my website is uh, Moesco.com. So, you know, if you want to, you know, book appointment or, you know, I do one-on-one education classes in the city. Um, I've had a couple of people, you know, drive out from like, you know, the other places in the Midwest or Chicagoland area and, you know, come out and, you know, get one-on-one classes uh, or, you know, book me for your salon for education. Nice, man. I appreciate it. Well, before I let you go, how did you get the Instagram name Moesco? <laughs> I gotta oh, know. <laughs> so, so my wife gave it to me. All right. And um, All right. basically, uh, when she first met me, uh, she didn't think that, you know, like hairstylists like really made, you know, money like that. She thought, you know, they were like, uh, you know, like it was a drug front. I'm like, no, it's really like we really get money. <laughs> And so she was like, okay, well, you're an Arab hairstylist. So I'm going to call you Muhammad Escobar instead of Pablo Escobar. So, like, it was a joke. So, Mo Esco is short for Muhammad Escobar. So, it's Mo Esco. <laughs> so, like, so it, but my Instagram name, before it got deleted, it was uh, Muhammad Escobar. Like, that was my that was my Instagram handle. So, we just shortened it and just made it Mo oh, Esco. So, like, I'll do, I Muhammad like it. Escobar. <laughs> yeah, so, like, Muhammad Escobar is, like, a fictional character. It ain't even real. So, like, when people like, Mo Esco, I'm like, that nigga, it's not even, it's not even real. But yeah, like, but tell them that we get money. Tell the hairstylists really do. <laughs> like, hey, I you didn't believe it. Like, they, they nobody do. knows how much hairstylists make. They like, do. yeah, she thought it was they, safe. <laughs> what? Well, the best part is like you stay sitting in your chair and they they talking to you. I had somebody like y'all y'all do pretty good. And I'm like, we do our for ourselves. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> That's you do our. It's a, a color and cut, and then it's like. I make that times three, you know, like at least because <laughs> yeah, you got man. three. But exactly, man. So I, man, I love this man, industry. All press, man. I love it, bro. Oh yeah, well, man. I appreciate your time. All right, man. Do y'all have appreciate a good night? You, Thank man. y'all, everybody. All right, bro. You all have a good one, man. Thank you for having me again, bro. That's this. All right, anytime, man. I can't wait to see you, buddy. All right, man. You too. Later, dude. Later, bro. Thank you for listening to the Josh Como Show. Brought to you by Color Map. Paint the dream. Changing the hair game forever.